Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, my fantastic, fabulous audience. Um, once again, we're going to have a great conversation. Um, so just before we get into the conversations, a um, couple of little housekeeping things. Uh, one, I've been wearing some glasses lately. Um, so I look like a really slutty, sexy librarian <laughs> that you may want to see if you want to watch the video. Um, I'm not in the dungeon. I'm in my office. Um, so you can, uh, again, if you want to watch the videos, you want to find them over on FetLife and you can find me under Empress-Gaia. Okay, so that's one thing. Second thing is, as uh, I love my audience, you guys, so very much, uh, this, this topic was inspired by um, a, a listener. Um, you know, this is why I'm always asking you guys if you have any topics or feedback that you want me to cover. This is why. So, you know, you can thank one of the wonderful listeners for giving me this brilliant idea. Okay. Here we go. Fantasizing about a coworker. Hmm. Are we allowed to? Can we? Should we? How will it affect our work environment? How does it affect our relationship? As these are the topics that we're, these are the things that we're going to cover. So, let's start off with masturbation. <laughs> of course. Of course that's where we're going to start the topic. Sorry, hold on. I got some allergies going on. Okay, sorry for the sniffles. All right, what was I? Oh, masturbation. <laughs> Whacking off, masturbation. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> so when we have, and if you're like, I'm, I'm not a big masturbator, then please go watch and listen to the episodes about the importance of masturbation and the importance of all the things that have to do with having a hot, wild, crazy sex life with yourself. Now, if you don't, then, and you struggle with shame or guilt while you're whacking off, masturbating, rubbing one out, choking the chicken, jerking off. <laughs> My favorite terminology is whacking off because, uh, you know, I don't have a penis, 
Well, I do actually, I have many penises and many sizes and many strap-ons, <laughs> but usually I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, not wearing my penis. So uh, I'm not technically whacking it or stroking it. I'm usually flicking it and ah, let's, who, who are we kidding? I'm super lazy. I got toys for that. <laughs> I totally got sidetracked on masturbation. Sorry. All right. Back to my point. So when we are masturbating, it's very important that we have uh, a beautiful, expansive, uh, I like to call it a spank bank or a Rolodex of fantasies. And in those fantasy realms, we can have people we've never met, um, people that, you know, celebrities, or we can, you know, people that we have met and even people that we may work with. And you know, whatever fantasies those happen to be, there's nothing, so I just wanna start, there's nothing wrong with having those fantasies. Okay, take a breath. Just like there's nothing wrong with masturbation. Breathe in with me. All right, so fantasizing and masturbation is good, safe, and healthy. Now, one of the questions that often, you know, and I did a whole, you know, episode on, am I whacking off too much? Okay. Go listen to that episode to find out the answer to that question. Probably not. <laughs> Unless it's distracting you and you're not getting any work done, then you might have a problem. But otherwise, um, okay, so how does this now that you're fantasizing, how does about somebody you know and a coworker, how does that start to affect the other aspects of your life? So first of all, if you happen to be in a monogamous relationship, um, what's, are you, you know, are, have you talked about your fantasies? So do you talked about your fantasies with your partner? Is it okay to talk about your fantasies with your partner? Is there, is that a no-no? And, and definitely shit's going to go sideways if you start talking about one, that you masturbate or two, that, you know, um, that you're fantasizing about a coworker. There's going to, you know, may bring up all sorts of insecurities, fears, all those kind of things. So depending on what kind of relationship you are in will depend on your desire, your, your fantasizing about a coworker and how that will affect your actual relationship if you happen to be in an open relationship carry on nothing to see here uh you know continue to fantasize i'm sure your partner um is happy to hear about you know how you think your coworker is super hot and you know and all the naughty things you did while you're whacking off thinking about them uh, if you're in a conscious monogamous relationship, again, that will be already negotiated. And so your partner will, again, be like, carry on, share. So there's no, there's no weirdness and there's no, there's no uh, insecurities or, you know, insecurity. There may be some insecurities or jealousy, but you navigate that in a different way because your partner and you have agreed to um, that you are attracted to other people, but you're not going to physically act upon it, but you you know, you you totally can fantasize about it. Okay. So if you're in those two styles of relationships, you probably, it's not going to affect your relationship other than add some extra fuel and you may be extra frisky and extra horny and your partner, you know, is totally okay with that. You know, it's not about them. 
And they're just like, wow, sweet. I didn't have to do much foreplay. <laughs> right on. Okay. Now, if you're in one of the traditional, more traditional relationships where um, fantasizing and masturbation and fantasizing about other people is usually frowned upon, then um, I highly recommend that you know, if you can open that up so that you can be in one of those other relationship styles that we talked about so that your life is easier and honest. Uh, if not, then you're just going to have to keep it to yourself. And, um, you know, as you probably keep all of the other fantasies that you have to yourself. Um, you know, and here's the thing, though, okay, is that you may start to feel guilty guilt may creep, creep in because it's somebody that you see and somebody that you work with and somebody that uh, you may feel um, energetically and your partner may pick, pick up something that something's off. And you probably, if you start talking about that particular coworker, because you have an attraction to them and because you've been whacking off thinking about them, it may come across as that you may be having an affair with them and that your partner may pick that up. So it may be simpler to be like, no, I'm not having an affair with Jane from accounting <laughs> or <laughs> Bob from IT. <laughs> I just think they're hot and I whack off. I, I fantasize about having sex with them and that may open a whole whip whoop ass of can worms of negotiation conversations about things that you may or may not want to have okay um and if you need support i mean again i'm a firm believer in uh full disclosure and open and honesty makes life easier and sexier and it's just uh, easier to deal with um the minute you start because this is a thing the minute you start to keep secrets or hide things um it's it imprints a bunch of things on a psychological level and on an energetic level so and again there's no judgment in this i really want you to not to really listen it's not about i don't it's not for me to judge whether that works for you or doesn't work for you this is just in my experience um what i have found over the years with working with couples and having lots of friends that you know didn't live the same kind of lifestyle that i lead that these things started to happen because there was a there was a disconnect in communication so when it comes to sex and arousal and attraction when we like hide it because we're supposed to be in a monogamous relationship and we're not only supposed to be attracted to one person which is not the case because if you're attracted to one person you wouldn't be fantasizing about your coworker. so then what happens is is that those relationships i've seen higher levels of jealousy and insecurity and uh mistrust because in essence there is a secret and secrets carry a certain weight to them so you know when you start to feel guilty you have to keep something a secret it sends a message to your brain that says oh this is wrong and bad and we don't want to get caught that's why it's a secret 
And so then it activates as if you're lying. And when you, you lie, you, you're, you have tells, your body does things, your voice does things. Um, and so your partner may not know what you're lying about or what you have a secret about, but it starts to activate that you're not trustworthy. And then that starts to activate lack of trust, not just in whatever, whatever, it starts to erode the relationship across the board. So that's why I'm a firm believer that it's just easier to be honest about what's going on and negotiate and, and everybody have the feelings about it and, you know, work through it. Um, because in the end, it benefits your relationship better than the interim of you don't want the conflict so you don't share and then it starts to create a whole other series of problems in your relationship dynamics. All right. So that's how that, you know, your coworker fantasizing about your coworker could affect your relationship um, either in a positive way or a negative way. And again, fantasy is a beautiful safe space where you're not actually acting upon anything. And you can you can be the, you can be the whatever part you want to play in that fantasy and it's just completely perfect and it's exactly, it's exactly the way that you would, that you want it. You have all the control. Often people try to take their fantasies and make into reality and, and it never ever measures up to your fantasy. Of course, it's never going to measure up to your fantasy. This person's going to say exactly what you want. They're going to smell the way you want them. They're going to wear what you want. They're going to desire. Everything is going to be exactly the way that you desire to be. And when you try to turn a fantasy into a reality, it gets fucked up because, well, you know, there's a human there. <laughs> and they have wants and desires and feelings and all sorts of stuff that may not, which usually does not play into your perfect fantasy desire, which is why fantasy is a great space for you to explore and enjoy. And again, it's another way in which you can explore your sexuality in the confines of uh, your relationship dynamics and rules and boundaries and, you know, all these other pieces as well. All right. So, Let's get to the coworker part. All right. So what's going to happen to you with your coworker? So at first you may feel a little mm, weird. <laughs> Often what happens, it's kind of like, oh, you know, it's kind of like you've had sex with them in your mind, but they weren't a part of it. So they don't really know why you're kind of like interacting or you know, being awkward or weird or making eye contact, whatever it is, all right? Or there might be this, all of a sudden, this huge sexual flirtation charge because, you know, you've been having sex with them in your brain for quite a while. <laughs> they haven't even been on a date with you yet. <laughs> so, so I highly recommend... Unless you uh, are in the, the, the realm of maybe exploring sexual exploration with a coworker, uh, because it's going to work well within your relationship and it's going to make your life easier. Um, I wouldn't really necessarily tell your coworker that you've been fantasizing about them. 
that's going to make life more complicated because other people might be like either one, they're not attracted to you. And so it now makes it feel icky for them that you've been sexualizing them. Uh, or two, they may also feel sexually attracted to you and may want to act upon that sexual attraction, which again, may not work well for your relationship dynamics or making your life easier. Plus, having sex with a coworker, actually having sex with a coworker comes with a lot of problems. <laughs> there's power dynamics, there's, you know, potential, you know, uh, conflicts and work, there's um, sexual harassment could possibly happen, there's plus being really messy. So, you know, don't, don't fuck where your money comes from, unless you're a sex worker, and that's a totally different story. <laughs> I do not, it always turns, can often, majority, I'm going to say, majority of time, it goes sideways. It does. There, and, and it seems to be, it's often what happens because who do we spend the most time with outside of, you know, our own, you know, little circle of people, we spend the most time with our coworkers at work. And so, Work affairs is very popular because it's like just a matter of logistics of you spend, these these people that you spend most of your time with. So it's great if it's going well, but what happens when it stops going well? Tell you, it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah, not a pretty thing. Now, I have the luxury of being an entrepreneur and self-employed, so I don't really have coworkers. <laughs> However, I know from my own past experiences of sleeping with cohabit or so you know co collaborators, um, it, it you know it doesn't go well. It goes well until it's fun, it's great, until it's not, and when it's not. It's a really messy, icky drama, chaos, crisis. We could lose money. There's all sorts of problems. So it's much better to just fantasize about sleeping with your coworkers. Hell, you can have fantasize about having a whole orgy at work if you want with lots of your coworkers. It doesn't even have to be one of coworker. It can be many coworkers. You can put, you know, you can have group sex, uh, threesomes, uh, you know, wild, crazy sex. All sorts, any kind of sexual desire that you have, and you can put your coworkers in that realm in your world of fantasies to whack off is a much better life choice overall than actually acting upon it. If you have flirty flirty with a coworker, great. Enjoy the flirty flirty, but don't I don't recommend going all the way. And again, unless there's circumstances that you can, you know, again, it's not going to cause you any stress and it's, you're, you know, not going to have any issues. And the beautiful piece is that your partner, if you're, you know, if you're um, 
in a partnership, in a relationship, your partner is cool with it, it doesn't, it doesn't cause you any stress, all the kind of stuff, then hey, go for it. Fantasize. Have at her. And don't feel bad or guilty about it. That's the important piece. Because the minute you start to feel guilty about something, you start to be weird. <laughs> and other people around you, it starts to affect them. If, if you're okay with it, and remember, you don't actually, you may have been having sex with a coworker for months and they haven't been on a date with you. So the, the, your interaction with them, just keep it professional. Just make your life easier. Keep it professional. And when you're alone, get the freak on. <laughs> now, you might be like, oh, that doesn't sound like much fun, Gaia. <laughs> well, to make it more fun in your fantasy. You know? Bring in some tentacle porn and some, you know, dress up and role play. You, you, sky's the limit. You know why? Because it's in your imagination. And that's a good place. It's a good place to be. It's an important part of your, you know, development, your creative problem solving. It supports all that stuff. The more you fantasize, the more elaborate your fantasies are, the better it is for your cognitive well-being as well. And it's good fuel for spank bank your spank bank your rolodex your masturbation life that's good very good hell you can even bring in your partner you can have like some group sex with your coworker in your fantasy with your partner if you want <laughs> there's no limits in the world of fantasizing so have at her um now, if you're like, I'm going to ignore all of you, all the things that you just said about recommendations, that's okay. Carry on. Um, you know, sometimes uh, there's lessons to be learned and, you know, growth for us to have. And, you know, you may have not been on the receiving end of things going sideways in your life um, with having sex with a coworker. And maybe it's something that you need to experience. Have better, you know? Uh, if you need any support, again, you know where I am. You can come reach out to me. I can, you know, help you kind of navigate the thing. Just know that, uh, you know, yeah, that's it. You need support. You need help. If you're like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyways. And then, you know, things go really well, then congratulations. That's awesome. It's like winning the lottery. Congratulations. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's it. I think that's all the ins and outs of the whole. The biggest piece is if you're fantasizing about it, keep it to yourself. Don't share it with your coworker. Um, because that is not, they haven't consented for, to have sex with you. So it can make it awkward and weird and make them feel very uncomfortable. And I know you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. And if they're, you know, flirting with you, then great. Enjoy the flirting. But, you know, keep it. It'll make your life easier if you just keep that peace and enjoy it for what it is. A beautiful fantasy. No different than fantasizing while you're watching porn or, 
you know, a celebrity that you think is super hot or you're reading a story that turns you on. It's just another, it's just another, you know, basically things that can arouse you. And, you know, when you're at work, if your coworker's wearing something hot or they smell really good and you have a moment, you're like, oh, damn, do a little mental sna snapshot of that moment, what they said or how they moved or what they were wearing or what they smell like or whatever. So that when you're alone, you can go enjoy that moment. Because I'm all for freaky sex. But again, you don't, in the workplace, you don't want to make a coworker feel uncomfortable or sexualized. And, and I say this, this is, if you notice, none of this is gender related. Okay. So this is for everybody, right? Often we, and I just take a moment here to just clarify this, um, men typically have learned now that it's not appropriate to sexualize a, a female coworker um, overtly due to circumstances of, you know, all sorts of things, sexual harassment, unwanted attention, uh, power dynamics. You know, we've talked, we've had lots of conversations. It's not, you know, like in the fifties or the sixties or even in the seventies where it was like, okay to, you know, sexualize your female co-workers or employees for that matter so that tends to happen less still happens but it tends to happen less overall because you know culturally we were like hey you're not allowed to do that <laughs> all right but culturally we don't talk about the other way around all right and there's still this idea that if you are attracted to a man, that of course he wants to be sexualized and idolized and objectified. And, and of course he wants that. Truth is, is that in the workplace is the workplace. <laughs> he, he may or may not want to be objectified, sexualized and, you know, made his work environment in an uncomfortable situation because of this dynamic, this sexual dynamic that's at play. So um, don't assume, don't assume that it's okay to, to do those, to sexualize and objectify your male coworkers either, um, you know, or flirt with them to get what you want, which still happens. Um, if it went the other way around, that would not be okay. So I want all of you vagina owners to take a moment and think about where do you objectify and sexualize men and is it consensual and are they okay with it? And have you asked if they're okay with it? Or have you just made the environment really awkward and uncomfortable? Maybe they're in a partnership that they are you know monogamous in and it, maybe they're not and then there's also the piece where they may not want they may, may not just want to be sexualized and if you're listening you'll be like what? <laughs> that's what i'm talking about all right um so just take a moment to think about that piece as well all right so if you're fantasizing about your really hot coworker. Uh, whether they, whatever gender or however they identify, don't objectify them at work. It's just not cool. Make your mental notes. 
and then objectify them in your own private, in your own personal time. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I love you guys. Well done. If you need me, you have any questions, you got feedback, you have a conversation, you know, you have a topic that you want me to cover, reach out. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also, come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. Okay, listeners. Until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.